Hi, it's Bill Bishop and welcome to the Bishop School. Today we're going to talk about the three big problems. Now I've learned these problems from talking to, I don't know, in the last 30 years at least 10,000 business owners, entrepreneurs, business people in general, CEOs. They, they really are telling me these three problems and, and if we want to be more successful, we got to figure out how to, to solve these three big problems. So, so let me go through these and then we're going to talk about how we can deal with them. So I'm going to give you lots of ideas here right off the bat about how you can address these problems that hold people back. So the first problem, I call it the penguin problem. And I came up with this idea, I was watching the movie March of the Penguins. Maybe, maybe you've seen that, that documentary. And it's all about penguins down on the South Pole. And there's this one scene where there's like 100,000 penguins all in one place. And you know, the snow's blowing, it's like cold, they're all huddled together. And you can't tell one from the other. And I realized right at that moment, I said, oh, that's the problem that all these business people have. They have the penguin problem. They're out in the marketplace, they think, you know, listen, we got great business, we got great products, we do a great job. But the marketplace just looks at them and says, you're a penguin among many, many more. And so they don't see them as unique. The marketplace just goes, eh, you just look like all the same, you're saying the same things, you sell the same products, you sell the same kind of services. They can't see the specialness of you. They can't see that. And what they're looking for ultimately is the lowest price because they go, well, there's so many of you, I might as well just shop around, find the lowest price. Which leads us to the second problem. I call it the hot dog trap. And it's connected, right? So if you're a penguin and you have these products and services that are kind of a lot like the other penguins, then the price of that product is going to start coming down. It becomes a commodity. And because you're competing, right, on price. So eventually you're not really making very much on that hot dog. Selling it for $3. Uh, you're making maybe 10 cents a hot dog, 30 cents a hot dog. That's your profit. Maybe that's even your, just your gross profit. And it's getting tougher and tougher every year because that price competition gets harder and harder. And we don't really know what to do. So maybe start laying people off. We make people work more. We work more. Uh, and the, the worst thing we do is we start adding extra things. We say, oh, if you buy the hot dog, I'm going to give you a, a free drink with it. I'm going to give you extra stuff you could buy. Maybe I'll give you some French fries to go with it. Please buy your hot dog. I'll give you that stuff. But of course, that's, it makes things even worse, right? And now you're doing all that extra work and added all those extra costs just to get the sale of the hot dog, which ultimately doesn't get you anywhere. So that's really a trap, right? Now, lots of people think, okay, how do I get out of here? How do I get out of being a penguin? And how do I stop selling hot dogs? And they're kind of stuck because their mind is, they haven't, they haven't got the ideas that they need to, to do it. So, they, but they try, right? So the next problem, I call it the crab pot. So maybe you've been trying to crawl out of that pot of crabs. And who are, the, who are these other crabs? Well, they're the people in your industry. The other people in your industry. You've got ideas and other people in your industry are going, eh. And then you've got your 
people you work with in your company maybe. Um, maybe your family and your friends. And you say, I want to get out of here. I want to do something different. And you try to crawl out of the pot. But all the other crabs pull you back down in. They don't want you going out there. They want you to get out of the pot. They want you to stay in the pot. This makes it really hard, really, really hard to get out because everybody's trying to pull you back in. So how do you deal with these problems? So let's go back to the penguin problem, the first one. The first thing you gotta do is you gotta commit to saying, we need a big idea. We can't do the same things over and over again, just like everybody else. We need to have something that's new, better, and different that will help us stand out from everyone else. And I'll give you an example of that. So I, I went to a conference with uh, some, it was financial services, it was a conference, and I was one of the speakers. And they had uh, three speakers at the same time, including me, so two other people. And uh, the one guy was talking about life insurance. He had this talk on life insurance. Another guy was talking about changes to the tax code. And then my talk was how to sell a lobster. And it was about marketing, but that was what it was called, how to sell a lobster. And out of a thousand people that went there, 990 of them came to my talk. The other two only got five people each. And why did I get more people? They didn't even know me. They didn't know who I was, this crazy thing with the lobster. But they came to mine because I wasn't a penguin. I had a big idea. I was offering them something new, better, and different that they were intrigued about. So that's, a, that's the first thing we got to say. Just a commitment to say, can't keep doing the same old thing. Can't keep walking and talking like a penguin. Expect to get really anywhere. We got to have a big idea. The second thing is with the hot dog trap. So what we need to do is, yeah, we're going to keep selling the hot dog. And I'd like actually like to help you sell more hot dogs. But what we're also going to do is create a gourmet meal. So if you're selling your hot dog for $3, we're going to come up with something that's $30 or even $300 or even $3,000. And maybe we have a couple of layers of that. But way more money than the hot dog. Just in the same way that a hot fast food is, you know, five, ten dollars, gourmet meal, three hundred dollars. That that we're gonna have both. We're gonna have both of these things that we're gonna offer people. And what is the big surprise here is that we take those two things out of the marketplace, and some people are gonna take the gourmet meal and you're gonna say, Why did I not do this ten years ago? And the reason why you didn't do it 10 years ago, perhaps, and the reason why a lot of people don't do this, they think, well, my customers are never, ever going to spend 10 times, 100 times more. I'm, I, I'm having a hard time just getting to pay me for the hot dog. I, there's no way that they're ever going to do that. And I point them to the story of Starbucks. And Starbucks, when Howard Schultz was putting this idea out there in the early 90s, he said, we're gonna get people to pay five bucks for a cup of coffee. Right now it's 50 cents, we're gonna get them to pay 10 times more, even more than that, for a cup of coffee. Now all the crabs in the industry said, no way, come on, you know, it's 50 cents. But they didn't stop there, they crawled out of the pot, they said, no, we're gonna create this gourmet package. And they did a whole bunch of things, which I'll get into in another talk of what they did. Um, to get people to pay five dollars 
or a cup of coffee. And the key was they didn't stop at, well, no one will pay 10 times more. They thought, no, what would we have to do in order to get people to pay 10 times more? What ingredients would we have to put into this package to do that? And if you start thinking that way, you come up with all kinds of ideas. And the marketplace actually very often very uh, receptive to that gourmet meal. So, so we're going to create gourmet meal. Now, what about this crab pot thing? Because that sounds like really hard, right? And it is. I, all my career, all ever since I started out, even when I was like 15, I had business ideas I was doing. And uh, there was always people that would tell me, there's no way that's going to work. Don't do that. Don't quit your job. Don't, don't, uh, don't invest money in that. It's not going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. And this was very disconcerting because I, I respected these people. I loved these people that were telling me this. And I took it to heart, right? But something inside me said, I'm just going to keep going. I, I believe in this. And I did. And there's so many things I did. Uh, one example, when I was uh, out of um, journalism school, I uh, decided to start this magazine, this publication uh, that um, it's called the Uptown. So I started working on this and there are all kinds of people like uh, business people and friends of my parents that were saying that's just crazy. There's no way this is going to work. There's already tons of magazines out there. This is a stupid thing for you to do. Can you imagine that? But that's what they were saying. And, uh, and I went, and it was, but good, good for my mother. She said, oh, don't worry about those people. You know, they, they don't want you to succeed. They, that, that would, that would, frustrate them. It would make them feel bad about themselves. So don't listen to them. Just keep going what you're doing. So my mom was great that way. And uh, anyway, so I kept, I, and it was a huge success, that, that idea. And then later on, I said I was going to expand it into a big publishing company. And people were saying, well, that's never going to work. What's this electronic publishing thing? That's stupid. And on and on and on. It went always every big idea we've ever had. There was always a chorus of people that would say, don't do it. It's never going to happen. They were the crabs trying to pull me back in. So the, the trick with that was a couple of things. One is I used a different way of thinking. I said, you know, I've got my, I, now I call it your old factory. I say, yeah, I'm going to have my old factory, maybe like my job or my, my existing business or whatever. I'm going to keep doing that, plugging away. And then I'm going to work on this big idea. Maybe I'm not going to tell everybody about it. I'm just going to work on it. I'm not going to go to everybody and ask them for affirmation, you know, and try to get them all to tell me it's a great idea. Because you know what? I realized that didn't work. So I just use this bifurcated way of thinking. I got my old factory. Let's keep doing that. In the meantime, I got this new thing I'm working on. And that's, I call that my new factory. And it's really cool. So at the very beginning, especially these big ideas, we don't tell everyone because we don't, it's too delicate at the beginning. It's, it's too new. It, uh, one of the great advice I ever heard uh, was from my shop teacher. So, I, you know, it's in, the, in grade eight. And I was in um, the shop, you know, we'd learn how to use, you know, all this equipment to build stuff. And uh, the shop teacher said, never show a fool a job half done. And that always stuck in my mind. When I'm doing big ideas, I go, this is only half done. Don't, don't show these people. I'm not saying they're fools, but, you know, it's kind of a, 
as saying, but it, it's like, don't show it because they won't be able to understand it when it's half made. So I don't, I don't bother. I just keep working. And then when it starts to happen, it's like, they all go, oh, that's amazing. And how did, where'd that come from? I said, yeah, I've been working on it for a while. So, so we, we adopt this way of thinking, old factory, new factory, and we just keep moving forward. And, and, and the other thing is that, and a key one with that crab problem, is that I, I hang, you hang around, I, I do, but you should too, I hang around with people who are out of the pot already, or people are trying to get out of the pot, but especially people who are already out of the pot, right? They got out of there. They're going to say, come on, it's good out here. You know what's happening to those people, those crabs in the pot? They're all going to, you know, their fate isn't good, right? Get out of there. Come on. They're pulling you out of the pot. They're on the other side. So, so we have a whole network of people that come together that are all thinking this way. And we're here to help you pull you out of the pot. So that's kind of cool. We have all kinds of things we do around that. So those are the three problems. We got the penguin problem, hot dog trap, and the crab pot. And we're gonna deal with the penguin problem by having a big idea. We're gonna deal with the hot dog trap by creating a gourmet meal. And we're gonna get out of the crab pot by using this new factory thinking to get out of there. So if you're into this, and you don't wanna be a penguin selling hot dogs and stuck in the crab pot, then I'm here to one, teach you a whole bunch of things first, because that, that's what the Big Idea School is about. We got tons of content here, and all of this is different ways of thinking. That's really the key thing. This is all different. Like, believe me, the penguins don't get this. It's a different way of thinking. Um, and two, uh, we do coaching. So we have coaching programs to help people with this, uh, and we offer a free Big Idea session first, so if you, that's of interest. And then we have our whole network of big idea people that you can tap into. So, so that's what we're doing here. But so those are three. So I hope that just in that alone, those three problems and identifying the solutions is, is helpful right from the beginning. Okay. So stay tuned. We got a lot more to talk about, and just keep following along, and you're going to learn a ton of things that you probably never thought about before. And I know it's going to be really helpful to you. Okay, thanks.